Another week, another episode. Welcome to TK's A Brigade, featuring the Doche and TK show. I am your host, TK. Today I sat down with the fellas and we talked about the previous Grammys as well as the State of the Union address and some responses from uh, Kevin McCarthy. We also talked a little bit about honesty uh, while we're traveling. So I hope you enjoy. Tune in now here on TK's A Brigade. All right. Well, how you doing, guys? <coughs> I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. So much has happened in a week. It's unbelievable. A lot. We're already February of, of 23. Is that amazing or is it just me? Yes, almost my birthday month. Almost my birthday month. So do you yeah. like you party the whole month or what? Mm, that's a good idea. I don't even I don't do anything ever. Why would I party an entire month? Well, because I mean, it's important to, that everybody knows that your birthday is in that month, so you know. I'm also not really a celebrator, to be honest. You're not a celebrator. You're just a giver, right? You just like to, I, to, yeah, to yeah. share gifts with other Buy people. Buy presents. Yeah. All right. So real quick, I've been working on a new song called Feed My Sheep. And the premise of the song is kind of like taking it back to 95, essentially, even before then, like even when I was a kid and, and then moving forward and kind of things that happened in that time and, you know, just my walk and spiritual walk and, then, you know, my life walk. But you know, you guys have been, you know, pretty instrumental in that. And so I've been sitting here working on it. And I put it on hold from last year because um, I started really getting involved with the podcast. However, recently I, I, I want to put out like 10 singles or at least, you know, 10 singles, if not a full record this year, you know. And so I started working on. Wouldn't that just about make a record? Well, but it would record? depend because I would put it under, I, I would put it out under, like if I did singles, I'd put it out under different names, like the Advocate Brigade, or I'd put it out of, uh, like I got three singles for Of Sound Mind, so they would be under. Do oh, you yeah. write? Oh yeah, do absolutely. You write all your own well, music? I don't, okay, when you say write my music, like there's, do I write my own lyrics? Yeah. Um, and then, well, but yeah, then like I mean. as far as like my music, yes, absolutely. In fact, Darkest of Days, I wrote, completely wrote that. Love Has a Way, completely wrote that. Um, come find me. I wrote the music for that, and then Ross wrote the lyrics. It's the final countdown. Did you write that? And I don't know. No, I don't it. even know what the what. What are you talking oh, about? Boy. You're, You're older than me. Man. You don't know what the final countdown yeah. is. Yeah, I do. I'm just being facetious. Oh, there's so. another big word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get you a dictionary these, for your dude, birthday. Dude, these month. big words with you are ubiquitous. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. <laughs> God. Listen, stop lambasting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't lambast. No lambasting tonight. Uh, so anyways, real quick. So I started writing this song, and I, I the vision that I have when I write songs, I usually use music video theme mindsets. So I see us driving around, like, near Buckingham Park, and then we're actually going to, like, there'll be scenes in Buckingham Park, but also around Lake Loveland, and then... <clears throat> We're going to go into Milliken, but the story that really like resonated with me from when I was looking back was there was a night when you and I and Josh Vinoy went to the park in Johnstown and we met Baby C. Do you remember uh, that night? Vaguely, yeah. Nothing good happened we at the Johnstown we, Park. Well, we were <laughs> dealing. We were <laughs> That's dealing what I'm saying. We were making a deal. The problem was, was Randy had an issue with the weight of what he was buying do you remember that i want to say he had your Subaru. i want to say it was off by a couple grams and he was free or not a couple grams a couple quarter grams and i think he was freaking out about that 
he was. It wasn't much. It wasn't enough to shake a stick at. It, it well, so so the amount overall was rather large, but the amount that he felt was off was like wasn't. It was kind of trivial, but he's making this big deal about it, and we're literally sitting in the cars, in front of the the Johnstown Park. And he's making this big deal about it. And we're almost like, dude, are you, what are you doing? Are you waiting for like undercovers to roll up on us or what, like what's going on Gave here? that vibe. And he, it, well, exactly. And so Vinoy's starting to like panic and he's like, bro, either we make this deal or I'm, I'm out. I'm just going to dip and take my stuff. And Randy kept saying, well, you know, let me just, I got my buddy coming with the scale. And we're going to weigh it. And we're like, no, we're not waiting for that. Either you are going to give us the money for this or you're going to give it back to us. And we sat there for like five or ten minutes, and finally he was like, "All right, here, but it's better way the right, you know, it better it better be the right weight, or I'm coming back, and I'm not coming back alone." And and I remember like he left, and we all just kind of sat there like, "What just happened?" <laughs> you know. But I remember never wanting to do business with him again because of that. Nope. And uh, and so, anyways. Long story short with that. I just remember that as I'm sitting here writing these lyrics. And then, Shay, I don't know if you know this, but um, in 96, I um, I got roped into to setting. I got set up to sell marijuana to an undercover cop in Loveland. I think I heard you guys talking about that on your friends. It, it's on one of the. Yeah, like kind of yeah. early. And, and so, so. As I'm so kind of, and the reason I even bring it up is because I'm as I'm sitting here writing these lyrics, I'm just like, I'm starting to think about all the stuff that we talked about so far in the friend series, and I'm just like, how do I put this into these lyrical content, right? Like, how am I, how am I writing this in here? And I'm, it just it's starting to come to me. So, I'm I'm excited because I haven't, like I said, I haven't put out a single in shoot like six months, and it's I'm I'm ready to rock like ten this year. I I, really, I got so many and like almost done, and I'm like, okay, let's go. So, <laughs> like one a month, anyways. huh? I'd like to do that. That was our goal last year with the Advocate Brigade when we started that as um, an artist development company. And then things just changed. And, you know, you know, things change with people and, and just, you know, you start working with somebody and then, you know, the direction changes and, you know, ideas change. And that's kind of what happened. But I still have that as an LLC. And so and the website and I'm still trying to, you know, really grow that. And that's what I'm doing with the podcast too, trying to grow that and getting back into the scene of music man it's crazy bro like with covid man it shut everything down shut everything down just enough so that they could bring it back and try to look good right but well, did and it bring it back too? did yeah, it give you, you a know, chance that, to actually work on some stuff though with all this oh absolutely you know what i mean yeah well because i have a because i have my recording studio in my house like i was able to seriously just sit down and okay okay this is what i want to do you know, I had a friend the other day ask me, like, well, why did you stop writing? I'm like, I didn't, I never stopped writing. It's it's a matter of when you don't have a full functioning band or an ensemble at your fingertips, because I don't have that right now. I work with artists all over the country. So I'll send out like piano parts to this guy in Texas that did uh, piano parts for me. I have a guy in, in Bend, Oregon, who's done guitar for me, so on and so forth. So trying to get the right pieces together to do this is not necessarily the easiest thing and and no more and then um i was just no, gonna uh, say that i know you were <laughs> but uh <laughs> sorry uh the financial aspect of it because some guys like i had a, i had a guitarist in texas who offered to do guitar parts for a song for me and he wanted a thousand dollars a file so i needed two guitar parts he wanted two grand to do it and i was like bro 
let, let's be honest here. I, I'm I, I'm not gonna get a hundred thousand downloads on the song. I mean, let's just be real, right? I mean, it's <clears> definitely <throat> a dream, and hopefully one day, maybe. But in reality, right now, there's no way I'm getting a hundred thousand or whatever downloads. So to pay you two grand for guitar parts on a song that I might get four or five hundred like listens on YouTube and maybe make like fifty bucks, like that just like financially doesn't work. So, but anyways, so moving on. Um, so we just had the Grammys. Did anybody watch it or did anybody see any of the stupidity that happened on the Grammys? Because I know Shade said something. Just seeing the stupidity. I would never watch that crap. How about you, Doe? Did you see the Sam Smith um, performance? <laughs> I did not. I don't usually watch that kind of stuff. What? Well, neither do I, but I just figured it'd be good conversation pieces. So Sam Smith is a a non-binary uh, artist who had... He's a dude. Sam Smith's a dude. He's a dude. You're right. He's he's a dude. Um, he had an artist featured on this song that called Unholy that they performed on the Grammys on Sunday. And the artist that performed with him is the first, and I put this in quotation, guys, transgender woman to perform on the Grammys. Oh, goodness. And not only did they make a big deal about it, but then they won a Grammy for this song. Because it's not rigged or nothing. God, no. At all. It's Absolutely not. not. Even it's a little totally bit. Like Harry, it's just like the Harry did. Potter game. You know? Haven't you seen uh, so, Have you seen when that lady was trying to interview Jim Carrey? And he was like, oh, yeah, I figured I'd he, stop by. None of this matters anyway. So <laughs> you know? he's just going she's, like, like, she's like, you don't have a date? And he's like, well, I tried to find somebody on the street because none of this matters. I don't care. Right. This is all irrelevant. Right. It's Nothing's real. Right. <laughs> right. You know? It's all rigged. <laughs> he's absolutely right, yep. too. I mean... And we can sit here and speculate that in, in, an op- in an opinion format, but let's be honest, bro. Like, we're not stupid, right? Like, we see what's going well, on. Well, I mean, I'd like, like to make an argument. I might be. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody, well, nobody's going to argue? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but the crazy part was after the performance. So this is just... So it, if you listen to certain talking heads, like, they label this performance as the most um, blatant satanic performance yet on the Grammys. But then what's the crazy part is when they show the, um, you know how they so sponsored in part by, the 63 annual Grammys is sponsored in part by <laughs> Pfizer. Yep. And it shows the Pfizer emblem. Yep. And you should listen. There's this one talking head, and I, don't, I think it was on Fox News, but him and this, it was a male and a female commentator. And this dude is just ripping into Sam Smith. And he's like, he is not holding back anything about how Sam Smith is just like this vile, um, like talentless artist who has no business being on the major stage like that. But then they show this video of one of Sam Smith's like earlier songs, and the dude's in one of those like, um, the Moulin Rouge uh, outfits where it's like uh, pink or whatever. Uh, no, it's like all diamond, like uh, a yeah, bustier yeah. and then like diamond underwear. Yes. Rhinestones. And he's catching like, it looks like somebody's peeing into his mouth from this, this uh, statue. But this commentator or this, this, this news anchor is just ripping him apart, man. It was just, I don't know. So anyways, hmm. yeah, I don't, I agree with you. The, the Grammys are so rigged and I mean, Eminem went on rants about how, it's rigged and they only give away the you know the awards to the people that they really yeah. truly want to you know, not for the I don't the understand either too is like uh, like in my opinion clearly that was like a satanic uh, whatever the hell you want to call it right him up on stage 
like a ritual. Yeah, almost. and then people yeah. like want to argue, like, well, it's just you know, it's it's art, it's interpretive, and I'm like, but you just keep going back to the same well because somehow all of these things look satanic always. Like, who's right. making these decisions? Who the hell put that together? And then had him do it. Right. And like, remember, like right. little Nas oh. had like the de- the devil shoe come out and all this crap. Yeah. Like, yeah. some he, he somebody of power is making those decisions. Well, I mean, somebody homage, is. Man. Yeah, you got to pay homage, man. Like, I mean, I hate to say it in a you know in a um, you know cookie cutter kind of a way, but you think about it. Like, you've got to pay homage to to the Prince of the Air, bro. And that's what they're yeah. doing. Is they're they're giving him his glory, which is. I mean, dude, you know, and it's funny too because they, they, you know, you listen to the different talking heads, not the necessarily, not the Christian talking heads or the religious talking heads, and they say, you know, everybody always paints the picture that the devil is ugly with his pitchfork. But if anybody, if you ask any like Christian or anybody that's read the Bible, like, dude, the devil is the most beautiful angel that has ever been created. So Otherwise, the, you I, wouldn't the, be fooled by it, right? He, he's the, I mean, he's the, yeah, he's, he's labeled the father <laughs> of lies, right? He's the prince of the air. So when, but, but he also wants that glory. So they have to find ways for the world to know that they are giving him homage for what is going on. So anyways, you know, the, the, the performance was just, I mean, remove the, um, the shock value, right? Cause like one year Lady Gaga comes out in a meat suit, right? I mean, uh, yeah, like little Nas X comes out like he's pr- like he's pregnant, yeah, and then yeah. he gives uh, he gives the devil a lap dance. I mean, yeah, but you see what I mean? Like year after year after year, somehow, right? It just always has yeah. this satanic theme to it. Yeah, the same with the Super Bowl. And somebody, I, I mean, mean, somebody's sitting in a room coming up with this. Absolutely, it's the the production team. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, yeah, did you see CBS tweeted and then took down? No, what is so what did it say? Sam Smith said like this performance is about to be like lit you know whatever dumbass kids say and they were like can't wait uh we are so ready to worship you yeah and then they, that, and then and then a surprise and me. then they deleted their tweet it's because it's blatant anymore it's, it's not it's it's like you know we talked about last week with the 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 pride thing with the Philadelphia Philly or the Flyers right and how the guy was you know lambasted for his um unworthiness. <laughs> that word again. I love that word I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a shirt that says it but uh you know he was he went through that with that pride thing and then you know fast forward a week later we're talking about you know the Grammys and then you know the uh the oil tanker did you guys hear about the derailment of the train yep. in East yeah. Palestine, yeah. Ohio? Well done. Come on. Like, seriously, like, of all the names that you could give a city in, in, in the heart of America, you're going to name it East Palestine. Like, really? Like, is it just I think me it's or... actually pronounced Palestine. Palestine? Yeah, but I don't know that for sure. I'm, I'm looking. East Palestine. So... Is it are we are we gonna say tomato with tomato like but because in New in New Hampshire okay this, they go, they don't call them potatoes they call them potatoes so are we gonna so I, I'm not jumping you though I'm just saying like but of all the names it's like in, in there's a place in Tennessee called Lebanon Tennessee yeah my so my buddy's kid says that it is it is uh, Palestine my buddy's kid okay. said that girls have a car China so everybody pronounces <laughs> everything different oh that's funny. <laughs> All day long, <laughs> no, but so right. So you you know how they always say, not always say, and it's not they, but they they say that when something is happening that the media wants you to not focus on, that something else comes up. I think personally, I think that 
the de- train derailment in Ohio was a was the um, the distraction for the State of the Union address. Now that's my opinion. How so? Just like you, timing. Do you know? Well, okay, hold on. Do you know what happened to the train derailment and what was going on with the the vinyl chloride? Yeah, they did a controlled pressure release on it and everything. Yeah. So, so they talked about that. That's at least that's all I heard for on the news for five days. And I'm not saying that that was the distraction from the State of the Union, but like I said, I watched 30 minutes of the State of the Union, and I am not kidding you guys when I say this. I was watching it real time, and it. Do you guys know what the ML ML not MLK MK Ultra is? Yeah, it's a beer. Okay. No, no I tried. Doe, can you will you give him some insight on the MK Ultra? I mean, I don't know how to explain it. Basically, like, isn't it? From what I understand, it's like a it's a way it's a form of being brainwashed, and then y- it's, yeah, it's, it's a it's experimental drugging. Okay, it's so, I, I don't know how else to explain that. The way that I understand it, the way that it's it works, is that basically um, somebody is basically be just like literally a human puppet. And and you see the way that they act, like you know, it's like you can just tell that there there's no like brain activity. Like Kanye like West and Britney ran. Spears, right? So you watch Biden last night, and there were moments when he was talking about the iron worker from uh, Pennsylvania. And it's like you using watch truth him. serum falls into MK Ultra if you want to make it that easy. Okay, that's a good way to look at it. But you you watch him, and he watch him talking. He he literally. T- does that he's like like numerous times like he literally was getting like short-circuited in the middle of his speech and it was so crazy and he's talking about these iron workers and they're showing this woman and she's almost in tears and she's waving at biden and biden's saying her name and and then he goes into he's talking about how 10 million jobs we like we've gained 10 million jobs um (laughs) since covid and what's even more funny is my wife said brought that up today at lunch, and she's like, "Yeah, we got 10 million jobs back because 10 million people lost their job during exactly. COVID. So, so it was a wash. Yep. But so, it's not what the numbers the whole, get reported show. Right. The whole speech, you know, like you've got these puppets on the Democratic side that every time he said something like that was impactful and it was that created a crescendo, they jump up and they start clapping, and Camilla's back there clapping and. Uh, Kevin McCarthy. He's just I saw like, his face. I did oh, see a clip dude. of that. So many times, like he's like you want you 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 know that he just wants to roll his eyes and be like, "Come on, right? Mm-hmm. Give me a freaking break." So it's, yeah, it's anyway. crazy to just watch somebody sit there and blatantly lie over and over and over, over and it's allowed. And, 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 That's what's crazy. And and you well, and, and you know it's not true. The second he leaves his lips, it's not true. You know it's not true. Right. People that support him know it's not true, but they just turn their eye to it. They don't care. That's the funny part is people that know that are his supporters, they know it's not true, and they still roll with it. Well, sure. Because as long as he can convince um, uh, uh, enough people to believe it, right, as far as, you know, U.S. citizens, right, as as far as that goes, then, yeah, then people are always going to believe it. So... They'd rather believe it and look stupid than look stupid and be told they're Well, they'll have so much support from everybody else that looks stupid with them that they it justifies their actions. Right. You know? Right. They got 64 well, they million had, people looking fucking stupid with them, I guess. They had, they had a poll on Nine News yesterday morning about his, um, his like, how, what was the word, how comfortable he was about the upcoming election in 24, 25, whatever. 
And uh, it said 63% of people are uncomfortable with the current situation. Mm -hmm. But yeah, isn't that crazy though? Because that's a huge number when you're talking percentages. 63. And and who are you polling? But who are you polling? And what demographic are you polling? If it's on nine news in Colorado, like how far out are they really going? Because this is. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Because this is a. Yeah, this is a, a, a heavy Democratic state. But see, the problem so, I think with that is that they'll say that and then turn around and vote for him. Right. You know what I mean? Like That drives me crazy. It, like, it's, the, it's the less of two evils. In my opinion, I feel like the State of the Union, kind of a joke. Yeah, it happens every year. It's a bunch of lies. doesn't mean nothing. Nothing comes from it. Nothing. It's, it's, you know, it's just and, and then we have we have elections every two years, every four years, and it's just monotonous. And it's going to happen. We know it's going to happen. We're just going to vote for who's ever available. I think it's totally lost its meaning. And that maybe it lost its Absolutely. meaning a long what was that per, time ago. What was that percentage again? 64? I think it was like 63 or so. Yeah, 63. And I don't quote me because I don't. I we'll we'll, be, say, we'll say 63%. That's okay, the lower of the two, right? Okay, yeah. So that means 8% more than voted for him don't like him. <laughs> that leaves 88% of the people. I'm sorry, 88 million people. But they will turn like around and vote for him. Again. Yep. Versus versus Because there's versus approximately 200 and f- it says 240 million people were eligible to vote in the 2020 election. So it's going to be it's going to be close. It's going to be cuz people die, people become old enough to vote. No, they still vote when they're dead. Oh yeah, that's good <laughs> point. I'm glad you caught that. That is so classic. I'm glad you said that. Jay. That's so real, dude. Unbelievable, man. Maybe Republicans would man up and pull some shady crap and win something. Well, they should. See that, but that's the thing, though. Is, is but we wouldn't get like, away with it, right? Th- I was just going to say because they don't have like, a backbone. They don't. Well, but they don't. Call, they don't. Okay, we call out the lies and the deception mm. that the that, that. Yeah, but like I always see, I always do. see it on Facebook. You know, and people are like, you know, no, we're, we need to be the bigger person. We need to turn the other cheek. We need to be, set the example. Yeah, look where it's gotten us. We don't need to do that anymore. No. Enough sitting around being the bigger person. It's not it's getting faster you anywhere. famine now. You ain't getting you anywhere. You know what I mean? We're never these parties are never coming back together. We've never been probably more divided than we are except well, civil war, which you can make an argument that we're damn close to that, you know what I mean? But capitalism ha- capitalism has to implode for for a restart. Because we're getting to that we're getting to that point where like you know, they're they're talking about a, a summer recession, right? But in order, for, in, capitalism it, it can only go so far, right? You cannot have you cannot continually show growth over and over and over again without it affecting more and more and more people. Because the more growth that you expect from business, uh, the the less people like us in the middle class and the lower class are able to make to the point where the upper class and the, and the elite, they have all of the funds, they have all of the money, they have all of the wealth, and we have nothing, and they're not willing to give it to us. So then they, they then they enslave us even more than they already have. So, But it's going to implode because what, what's happening now is they're fudging these unemployment numbers. They're saying, oh, yeah, our unemployment's lower. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. In fact, it's even harder for businesses to hire people now that we've gotten over the COVID because people want to have all these concessions like, oh, well, am I going to get this? And do I have to do that? And can I just work from home? Oh, you don't want to give me these specific yeah. things and I'm just not going to go to work. Oil is bad because of COVID, I, in my opinion. So, <clears throat> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like, I'm you can't find that. Out. You can't find that guy anymore. 
Just right, nobody okay. wants to do that work. It, I mean, it sucks when it's good. It really does. You know, being an eye right. guy, it does suck. But uh, ever since COVID, man, these companies, they they go through people so fast. Oh, sure. And it's good money compared to, you know, like a majority of what you can get in this state without like a degree. You know, I can. So we're at, we're at virtually the same unemployment rate we were pre-COVID right now. Which is what? 8%? 3.4, 3.5. 3.4. That's so is that a claimed is that a legitimate, number. Claimed that's what I'm saying. Is that a legitimate number, number or is that a fudge number? Uh, I think 2019 is probably legit. I don't know, though. Um, I do not believe that we are at a 3.4% unemployment rate. For one second, dude. Not, not a chance. <clears throat> no uh, and, and I say that because too many people are not still aren't working because they don't have to. Yeah, you, li- right. you literally just can't trust a single thing. So. Well, the, the, what what can we... What, what valid... Like what? What can we actually put our um, our trust in when it comes to our, our a own wet government? fart? A wet fart, I mean, at least true. More. We know, what, yeah, what happens. <laughs> at least you get what you pay for. Yeah, fact. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's probably what's going to happen when um, we go to Casa Bonita too. Is we get what you, you pay have for, to put so. trust in whatever, um, whatever's in your soul. <clears throat> On a personal level, you can't trust anybody else. You have to trust you. That you'll do the oh, right that's thing. So hard. That's so hard, man. Or mm. people like like I would trust my life in either one of your hands. Vice um, versa. I'm not even a no doctor. No way. I, no way. I would even question it. Um, that's good. Because if good. you're about to but, die, you ain't got time for questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would shove my finger in the hole. Yeah. You might make it worse. You might make it better. But you're gonna try. We tried. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. If I if I fell down in front of Nancy Pelosi's house and I started coughing up blood, she'd come and shovel me off the driveway. You oh, know, she wouldn't help. That's, I mean, that's definitely a, that's definitely a way to look at it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 no, I mean, but but that's the thing. You're right. Like, at what point is is our society and our culture gotten to, you know, that ideology that we are just about ourself and, and you know you see somebody choking to death or like you said you're bleeding to death and instead of doing something to try to help you you're like oh you're not my problem yeah no way. i don't literally i don't feel like i i would say like you're not my problem but it's like what's the catch you know what i mean right you, you know okay so well, you're broken down on the side of the road is your buddy hiding in the bush with a gun like you know what i mean right. sorry dude but like, like i don't, even I don't stop tr- anymore i don't trust you I don't know you. Yeah, I don't stop anymore. Yeah, yeah I don't even stop. You know? even, yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah. You, you want phone? me to call the cops for you? Fine, but like I'm not stopping anymore. I used job. to stop all the time until like ten years ago. I just it just got too uncomfortable. Yeah, especially with kids in the car, man. Mm-hmm. You see them cats. You roll up. You know. You know what blows my mind? You roll up to them uh, in major intersections, like either off the highway or just at a major. Like there's a major mall nearby, and you've got these people that are standing there and like. You know, eighty dollar tennis shoes and you know sixty dollars asking for money and, and, and oh, you know anything helps. God bless. And it's like you are manipulating a, a situation by by you know preying on people's emotions in the sense that you're down and out. Yet you're you're got a clean you're clean shaven, your hair is cut, your nails are trimmed, and you're gonna stand here and hold a sign saying you need help. Yet you you look like you just got out of bed in your two million dollar home and. And you're gonna panhandle instead of just actually getting a legitimate job, and you want me to feel sorry for you. And it's like, I, I just the compassion is the compassion meter has come down drastically. Let's just say that. Yeah, it's unfortunate. They made it that way though. Yep. That was that's a forced emotion. 
unfortunately. I agree. I agree. And, you know, the worst part is, you know, you see that in, in it's how to say this the right way without being overtly offensive. But, you know, you see certain cultures of people that do that, right? Like, there are legitimate people that are homeless that don't have anything, and, sure. and they would love a dollar to get some food, right? Like, I, I saw this guy in front of a Walmart, um, this was like six months ago. I mean, the dude had no legs. He had no legs. <laughs> Come on, Dell. It's me, Telly. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, so, but legitimately, he's holding the sign. He's probably, you know, he was probably 350, 400 pounds in this wheelchair. Without like, legs? Without legs. Damn. He's he's eating fine, dude. Yeah. But here's okay, but here's the thing. (laughs) Oh, I couldn't hold that in. Fair enough. Right? But his sign said I am I am a disabled vet and I I get a minimal amount of um, you know whatever, um, disability. So anything anything extra would help. So like his sign said that. I'm a disabled vet. I do get a disability, but it's it doesn't really, you know, enough. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, whether or not he has a thyroid condition and that's why he's overweight or he just eats really well and he just, whatever. But I was, I was moved and compa- had, you know, wanting to have compassion for him more than seeing the guy standing there or the, the, the family with their kids on the corner. It's like, are you serious? You've got, you got your kids in Jack and Jill freaking outfits, right? Oh, right from across the street at Target. And you're wearing a sundress, you know, that's probably a $200 sundress. And you got, you know, nice shoes on your feet and you're saying, oh, anything helps. It's like, yeah, you want some advice? Don't eat yellow snow and go get go get in your nice Land Rover that's parked down over in the corner and drive away quietly. Yeah, that makes me wonder how many times I've been tricked. Brown snow is probably not good either. But but but, well, but this is I will say this, though, Shay, is that. When you give from a, a, a place of compassion, yeah, my intentions were good. Right. So. so that that it's just like forgiving somebody. When you forgive somebody, then you don't carry that weight of of that bitterness and that unforgiveness anymore. That's all on them. You get to put all when you legitimately do that, you put it all on them, and they don't. It's not on you anymore. So yeah, there was a dude standing you know. outside of uh, Home Depot. It was freezing cold, and he didn't have much on. And I think I had Kira with me, my thirteen year old. And I'm pretty sure he had Parkinson's. I mean, he was shaking pretty bad, not just of the cold. Like, you know, something was going on. And sure. and I and I gave him, like, I don't know what I had on me, 20, 40 bucks. I just gave it to him. My kid's like, sure. he's probably just going to buy alcohol. And I was like, his life looks so miserable that I, yeah. I'm fine with that. Buy all the alcohol you can get. I don't care. You know what I mean? It just makes feel I'm better. like, I was just like, you know what? If that's what gets him through the day, then so be it. So I have a little story about that situation, sure. a similar situation. My uh, my wife and I were in uh, Washington, and we were downtown Seattle, just walking around by the water and stuff, and we were getting ready to go eat. And we walked by this guy, and he's holding a sign up, and he just looks at me and smiles, and then he winks at me because I was just lighting a cigarette. Whoa. <laughs> and he flipped his sign over and showed me the backside of it. <clears throat> and the backside says, here's the truth. I need money for cigarettes, beer, and some hookers. <laughs> and he goes, don't hate me. I'm being honest. And I looked at him. I said, is this sign real? Like, is this, like, do you really want cigarettes and stuff like that? I, he goes, yeah. Can I bum one? I said, sure, here. <laughs> and uh, he lit it. And we talked for a little bit. I gave him 100 bucks. Right. Because he was honest. Should, right. Oh, well, right. Well, and that's the thing. Chris, I need money for a computer, car parts. <laughs> Hair transplant. I'm being honest here. 
(laughs) (laughs) And on that note, I got to go. So, you've been listening to the Doe, Shay, and TK show here on TK's A Brigade podcast. You can find the podcast on every major podcast platform, Anchor, Amazon, Google, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Go like, subscribe, share, hit the support button, hit the follow button. Help us out. Donate a dollar a month, people. It's not that difficult. Next week, we are going to continue talking about useless conversation as well as some pretty important topics, but we don't know what we're going to talk about yet until next week. So until then, take it easy.